you so much for tuning in today as it is that time of the month once again we are entering a new moon this week may 11th and also 12th this time in the bull sign of taurus um and it's a nice new moon because it's a good kickstart to a new lunar cycle that will lead us to an ultra potent full blood moon on may 26th which opens up the season for eclipse season. So new moons are a time of new beginnings and setting intentions, and they really represent a fresh start. So unlike full moons, they're predominantly for letting go, the death and shedding of energy, whereas new moons are more about rebirth. But I always encourage, regardless of the lunar cycle, always progress in a positive manner and let go of any stagnant energy that might be holding you back and allow new energy to move freely and fluidly through you. While new moons are highly active and love for us to run with the fresh new energy sometimes it can be a little bit more on the passive side and we are required to retreat and reflect on where is it that we are currently at what is it that we want out of our life where do we see ourselves and also what do we want to attract it's a time for self-care to retreat, reflect, and to allow the energies to flow where they need to go, rather than trying to redirect them or control them. We may be feeling a little extra pulled during this time since we're about to enter eclipse energy, but our feet should stay firmly planted in the soil, plant our new intentions and seeds, let us be grounded and present, Allow us to feel steady and ready for whatever it is meant to be for us, find us. And remember, we have to be uncomfortable in order to get comfortable. So sometimes it's necessary to wade through the dark shadows and allow energies to really be more of a transformative flow. Think of it like this, a dark cocoon, right? Butterflies and caterpillars, they retreat in darkness and under in order to undergo rebirth into a butterfly i like to think of our bodies and also our mind like this we go through a constant cycle of shedding and rebirth we metamorphic into many different castings and it's truly when that happens it's an enlightenment if you feel called to do so then allow yourself to retreat into some darkness and know that it's okay to say no versus get caught up in the hustle and the bustle and try to schedule everybody and everything into your schedule in your life when deep down inside you know that you need just to dive deep and retreat and sometimes while we can think of darkness as being something to be feared of and it can really limit us You know, we get so distracted with catching up with the energetic flow of the social life and the work life and the family life that we don't start to redirect what is it that we want out of our life. So 
when we have time to sit still and be within the dark shadows, it really holds a creative and peaceful space. The type that holds a lot of quality about rejuvenation and having the ability to recharge and receive deeper, deeper insights about our own journey and how we want to proceed forward with it. It's in the darkness that we can really dream and create and imagine and seek wisdom from our higher self. So during this new moon, I encourage you to journal, write down what you want to happen to you, what you want to gravitate towards you, the law of attraction, what we put out is what we receive. And put it out there to the universe, to God, to whichever higher power and power that you deserve and what resonates with you. So I always like to use sage. I burn it every morning, but they say it's especially a good time to do it during the new moons and full moons. So sage is always great or cedar or palo santo is another favorite of mine. Make sure that you take time to nurture your body, your mind, your soul, and rest. We need rest. We need sleep. Sleep is so biologically, physiologically important for our bodies. And in order for us to be our best versions of ourselves as well. One thing that I like to do, and I know this is going to sound absolutely wild, but I sleep with a bowl of salt underneath my bed. So I have just a regular bowl and I put maybe, I don't know, three tablespoons or half a cup or whatever you want, really. I kind of just eyeball it, but it's an old ancient method. And if you think of like Himalaya salt lamps, everyone has one of them on their, on their office desk or around their homes. They salt collects and attaches to negative ions, those free radicals that are just roaming freely throughout the air that we're inhaling, that we are surrounding ourselves, that we're breathing. And so like this method or like the salt lamps, sleeping with a bowl of salt underneath your bed, it pulls, they say, it pulls all the negative energy that you have down into the bowl. So it's collecting anything that just needs to be shedded off of you, that needs to be released, and it goes directly into the bowl. And then in like a couple of days, you're supposed to take the bowl and you dump it down the drain. Like the bowl has to be clean, not a single grain of salt left. And that's just because it's a therapeutic method or formation of releasing. Like you you take the negative energy and then you just dump it down the drain and you wash it away and you cleanse yourself. So also I get some really interesting dreams when I do it. I don't know what kind of juju or woo-woo is in the air when it happens, but I get really imaginary, like just dreams and very lucid dreaming too. So tap into yourself at this time, tap into your body and allow whatever's ever that's meant to be resurfaced and released allowed to be so so thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Ola Mommy and um, I'm sending you all so much love light clarity mental wellness and health to all of you and happy new moon
Till next time.